everybody, the SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford. And everybody knows that Jim K. Ford is a fantastic choice to handle all of your automotive needs. And that includes them being a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities from small delivery vans right up to the big F-750s. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or deliveries, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck, customized for your needs. JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call, let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim, have a good show. Let's do it. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, reveling in sports and whatever. Coming out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. It's Steve Warren along with Jim Jerome back again. Jimmy, how are you today? Oh, Stevie, all good. Yeah, tough yeah. shelf. How are you, man? What's going I'm great. on? Great. Good. Just had a little lunch with our good friend uh, Tony Greco. How is Greckless? He sends his best. He's doing well. Oh, good deal. Good deal. Haven't seen Tony in a while. Great, great success story, Tony. Right from from doing uh, doing star jumps in his driveway to having fifty locations around the city. Well, he sold it all. What? Yeah, he sold it all, and uh, so a big company out of New York basically bought him and his partner out, and now he's yeah. in the process of rebuilding something new under TG Athletics and doing very well. Oh, he's, wow, he's good like, for him. He's like, he's like on TikTok, and he's suddenly got like 60,000 followers, like just building from the ground up again with all this fitness advice, so all good stuff. So nice to check in with Tony Bologna, as you used to call him. Yeah. Uh, yet another story of someone who's uh, massively more successful than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of break out in hives, you know, when I, I'm 60 years old and I hear that. Oh, you got to hear the story about this guy. He's done really well. Yeah. Yeah, fuck great. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing that Tony has is that he's got the hustle factor. Yeah, he it's really like, does. What yeah. do I need to do? What's the next thing? on? Okay, here's my goal. What's the next, next thing on the staircase that I need to climb onto? And then he does yeah. that. Whereas you and I, eh, I might like a nap. Yeah, pass. Yeah, pass. A nap would be yeah. really nice right now. Maybe I'll get a drink. Yeah. If, if you I don't know Tony, uh, you know, if you had to, had to uh, you know, characterize him in, in one sentence, it'd be like, he's up for anything. Yeah. He's game for anything, you know. I'm in. And, and, and even if it's, you know, to help you. I always remember that, you know. He used to, hey, do you need some help with that, Jim? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, man. Okay. Uh, and then do no, this, do that, and I'll yeah. do this, and I'll do that. Yeah. You're a go-getter for sure. A real go-getter. No doubt. Great, great story. Way to no go. No doubt. All right, let's jump in today. We've got lots to get to. We've got the NFL overtime rules have changed. That after Buffalo and Kansas City had that playoff game where the Bills and their fans probably felt like they got screwed over because they never got a chance to touch the ball in the OT because they lost the coin flip. Right. Kind of interesting in that, the Bills quarterback, Josh Allen, we'll play his clip in a minute here. He's actually okay with the rules as they were, despite the result of that game. We'll also talk about Tiger Woods 
Is he going to give it a go at Augusta a week from Thursday? It sounds like he's going to try. Sounds mm-hmm. like he's at least kicking the tires on it right now. But more fallout from the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing at the Oscars. And uh, some sad news in my neck of the woods here, James, in that the owner of the Ottawa Senators, Eugene Melnick, he'd had a live liver transplant mm-hmm. like seven years ago. And uh, I, I honestly had not heard that he was in failing health or anything. And then just shockingly last night came the news from the Senators website in an announcement that Eugene Melnick has passed away at the age of 62. What was right. your reaction hearing that? Well, I got to be honest, you know, um, you know, in deference to the family and everything, uh, you know, that's, I've never, like I've always told you, you know, I'm never, never, I don't know, properly wired is the right expression, you know, to kind of handle that, um, you know, when you hear about it. But, but there's, I, I got to admit, right, you go to this side of, oh, Eugene Melnick died, which is terrible because he's way too young. Totally. Uh, 62 years old. I'm almost there myself. It's, it's awful. He's got a teenage daughter and another in her early 20s. So, I mean, so much life left still. Yeah. So, um, you know, I read a good piece because I, I, you know, immediately when you, when anyone hears Eugene Melnick's name, it hasn't, but it hasn't been good. You know, it hasn't been good right over the last several years. Um, So you kind of go there with that, you know, you go, oh yeah, Eugene. Yeah. God, the guys, you know, it's, you know, he's bad. You know, there were, I didn't realize this, Steve, there were, there were fans. That guy was in such a terrible um, eye of the fan. You know, they put up billboards and stuff, right? Saying, get, you know, get rid of the owner and all that stuff. So that's, you know, that's kind of what you think of. And then I read a good piece, you know, about um, everything that's been said about Eugene Melnick. Uh, I think it was the mayor, Jimmy Watson, who said, you know, it's, if not for this guy, uh, that this team could have could have left Ottawa, you know. In the big picture, you're, everyone's a fan, right? Everyone's a fan of hockey, and everyone's a fan of sports. And 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 you hear not so great things about owners, Kraft, you know, in New England, and all these other guys. But in the end, in the end, these guys stepped up. You know, he he bought that team for 130 million when Rod Bryden uh, went bankrupt. Uh, he 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 stepped up, you know. And if not for him, if not for him. Uh, you got no team, right? You have no you have no team in Ottawa, and and for that, I, I I think that's what the guy has to be remembered for. Well, particularly on the day of his passing, I mean, within 24 hours of that, you know, there's that old adage: you you don't speak ill of the dead. So even if right. you had sa- sabers to rattle with this guy, it's not the time. And no. uh, so, I, I, and and, I, and I, I was a little disappointed to see quite a bit of that on social media today. There were there were some that were just you know completely bold and and really right. ignorant with things like you know the good riddance tone and then you had others who were just already going right into the you know okay what does this mean to the team and uh what about the next owner and uh, will they now move downtown it's like easy now doesn't that right. feel a bit ghoulish to you right. to be to be talking in those terms i mean we just learned of his passing and i feel like uh, silence is okay if you have nothing good to say then silence is okay too yeah, and listen, the guy the guy wasn't a criminal man with you know with all with all this talk, right? It's 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 the nature of sports, right? Where fans mm-hmm. get to weigh in. It's the nature of social media right now, where where you're you know if if sports owners and and athletes had their way, uh, you know they they would get rid of social media, right? They 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 would. I would I would if I was in the in the public, 
light. You know, I, I would say um, this is this is too much to bear, you know. Yeah. Uh, and this guy freaking took it on the chin, man. He took it on the chin from a lot of people. And but again, I, I think no one's bigger than the game. And, you know, when everyone sort of weighs in with heavy opinions about, you know, the team and how shitty the team is and all that stuff. And the owner better do something about it. But it's not it's not like there's. 20 guys stepping up when it comes time to buy an NHL team, Steve, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, this is big money, man. It's big business. And, and again, I think today's the day to, you know, if you're going to celebrate Eugene Mellick for sure, for sure, you know, he's, he died too young, but, but without him uh, again, without him, you, you got no Ottawa senators. So. Yeah. I, I don't think that's hyperbole either. If you go back to 2003, when it happened, like you said, Rod Bryden had declared bankruptcy and, there wasn't a white knight sitting there. There wasn't like a bunch of people lining up to buy the franchise. And so Melnick, um, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a charity purchase. It wasn't to save the city of Ottawa from losing its team per se. It was a good investment. I mean, look at the the growth of that investment. It was like you say, one twenty one hundred thirty million million. And now, now the thing is worth, pro- I mean, the expansion teams are going for something like $650 million now. So an existing team, would uh, be in that ballpark anyway. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, you, you look at the body of work at, when they were here, they went to the cup final in 2007, the conference final in 2017, hockey memories for a lifetime that, like you said, James, it might not have been there if uh, Eugene Melnick weren't around. So, and, and I'll say from a personal standpoint, um, I don't think there's any bigger fan of the Ottawa Senators than that guy. Yeah, there were business things. There were, there were employees he alienated. There were fans he alienated. But the guy loved hockey. The guy loved Sens hockey. Uh, we did. I did a number of runs down to Barbados, with first with the organization, helping them with a promotional event. Went down two, three times. And then a bunch of other times with the good folks at Winchester Travel and, uh, you know, Owen Short and stuff. And there's a great bunch right. of Sens fans that went down for that. And I had a chance to sit down and watch hockey with the guy. And the guy loved talking hockey. And he absolutely loved the Sens. So he didn't come into this thing with a, you know, I'm all about the money. It's just about the money. No, he loved Sens hockey, and I can assure you of that. So certainly yeah. some sad news today and uh, and I guess a, a turning of the page, a passing of the torch, I suppose. You know, here, here's the other thing, Steve, that uh, I, I believe fans have to remember. You know, if you look at the NHL, Steve, uh, there's, not a, there's not a big challenge in Toronto, uh, Montreal, uh, the, the Rangers, um, you know, the Oilers, there's not a big challenge there to selling tickets. Okay. Now these teams might be going, are you kidding me? But there isn't right. Toronto is sold out forever and ever and ever. Yeah. People are lining up to get to the games. The fans are loyal. They buy all kinds of merch all day long. Uh, you know, they buy boxes The the, you know, the corporate community supports it, but that hasn't been the case, you know, in Ottawa and not every, you know, it's not, it's not a walk in the park, man to own a sports franchise. And, you know, I was reading earlier today, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff written about Eugene. And one of the things was that that hit home for me uh, to how frustrating it must be to be an owner. Uh, he said, you know, I'm, I'm tired of begging people to buy tickets. You know, that wasn't supposed to be the deal. You know, I kept the team here. Um, you you got to you got to buy tickets. Come, come hell or high water, you know, and, 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 and this guy didn't, you know, did, did he do anything egregious, Steve? No, you know, he's just trying to run a hockey team. 
Yes, he was outspoken. Maybe he didn't endear himself to fans, but um, that that's a tough road to hoe, man, to own the Ottawa Senators, right? It's in a government town where um, they, they, not notoriously, but, you know, it's tough to get a buck, right, out, out of out of everyone. It, it has been that way in Ottawa. And so uh, you got to give this guy credit. You got to give him credit, you know. How, how yeah. much could you take, Steve, from how much this guy took it on the chin? And even today, as you say, you know, even in death, posthumously, the, you know, two hours after the guy dies, people are lacing into the guy. You know, it's like, oof. yeah. Uh, thankfully, that was the minority. I think most people were pretty respectful all in all. So Eugene Melnick passing away at the age of 62. Certainly our condolences to his family and friends. We'll take a time out on the program. When we return, we'll talk about the NFL overtime rule changes. That's after these words. Have your insurance rates been going up year over year? You're not alone. It's happening to everyone. I'm Josh from All Insurance Ontario. Send me a text and see if I can save you a bunch of money. 860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Take a test drive today and see all of the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. At Jim K. Ford, you can also custom order your next Ford vehicle to ensure you get the exact vehicle you want at exactly the right time. Pre-order today at Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. What are you feeling more, NFL overtime rules or Tiger Woods? Well, both. I, li- I like them both. Um, we have to. We yeah, only the- talk about one at a time. The NFL rule is, is I, I agree with it, right? We talked about it, right? Everyone yep. always does, you know, especially if, you're, especially if you're a fan of your team. They go into, they go into overtime and uh, you lose the coin toss. Um, the chances are, Steve, I read some stats about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to lose. You're going to lose because the, the, the team who wins it takes the ball particularly they're going to take it every time with the rule that if you score a touchdown and convert two point conversion, you win the game. Yeah. Let me give you the stat on that. Since 2010, since 2010, the NFL implemented its previous standard for playoff games. Seven of the 12 overtime games have been won on an opening possession touchdown and 10 of 12 have been won by the team that won the coin toss. So totally bears out that if you win that coin toss, chances are, you're winning the football game. But now the NFL has decided today to implement a change in the playoffs that'll ensure each team gets at least one possession. And it comes down to that Kansas City-Buffalo game that was the final straw. It was one Mm -hmm. of the greatest playoff games I've ever seen. So it's the AFC Divisional Playoffs two months ago now. Right. And so it was Kansas City winning by scoring on a touchdown on the first possession of overtime. But this was after the two teams combined for 25 points in the last two minutes of regulation. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs win the coin toss, and they string together an eight-play, 75-yard touchdown drive, and that denied the Bills an opportunity to respond, and everybody was absolutely livid on behalf of the Bills. Regular season rules for overtime will remain unchanged. This will just be a playoff change moving forward. Yeah, and that's what makes no sense to me when I read about this. You know, uh, okay, we're going to change that rule so each team gets a shot, right? Each mm-hmm. team gets a gets a chance. And everyone goes, that's a good idea. That sounds fair. You know, you, you, uh, you, know, you, you can do that in football. Okay? You can't do that in hockey, right? Overtime, change of possessions, all, you just can't, right? But in football, you can't. And so they correct it. And everyone, uh, mo- most people go, there we go. Uh, that's a good idea. Uh, so 
why, why, first of all, why are they, I'm, I'm glad they're making the change. Why are they not doing it with regular overtime? I don't know. However, that being said, it's not unanimous, Stevie, amongst the pundits. I think Bill Cow is it Bill Cower? Is that his name? The guy who used to po- coach Pittsburgh? That's right. He's a good broadcaster yeah. now. Yeah, he spoke. He said, I'm not, I, I, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. I think you said Josh Allen. Did, maybe he has an angle here where he doesn't either. Agree yeah, with he, here's Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills quarterback, and no one was more burned than that guy from the old rule. And this is what Josh Allen had to say a couple of weeks ago. It looked like he was at some kind of a football card memorabilia event and somebody caught up with him, and this is what he had to say. You know what? We've been doing it for so long, and there's there's a part where if you change too much, whether it be adding games, um, changing overtime rules, it almost changes the integrity of the game, and you know I, I'm not going to sit here and complain about the rules. The rules are what they are, and if there's a group of people that want them changed, maybe they should be. But mm. as of right now, I'm okay with it because I know if we got the ball in that first possession and we scored, we'd be happy with the outcome too. So, 50-50, yes, no, whatever it is, it, it doesn't matter. We gotta we gotta go find a way to win. There's Bills quarterback. Josh Allen, so it doesn't sound like he cared one way or the other too much. And Steeler coach Mike Tomlin, his deal was, and he's a member of the competition committee, he said he's not in favor of any change to the OT format, adding he's particularly opposed, just like you, Jim, particularly opposed to any change that would produce a different standard for the regular season and postseason. He wants something, whatever you decide on, make it consistent. Yeah, I I think they'll fix that, right? I think they'll fix that and go, okay, they're going to hear all this fallout today from it going... It just makes no sense. It makes no sense that you have different rules for, for, for different things. Now, the NHL does it, right? It's a shootout for regular seasons uh, and then, you know, sudden death yeah. in, in playoff games, um, which, which I get, which I get, right? Because the reason they have to do that in the NHL, Steve, is they play so many games and that all the players weighed in on this thing saying, we, you got to end these games as quick as possible, right? Because mm-hmm. of, especially with the grind of the schedule, but uh so they got to fix that, Stevie. They got to fix that. Um, and yeah, then, and it, I, for, I'm, I'm, I like things symmetrical too. I do not like seeing the standings with a wins column, a loss column, and then in football to see that ties column still. I think we get, I think we can agree with it. Ties can just go. I don't like ties. Period. Um, right. I do. I do like the way the NHL's settling things, and um, I'd like to see them move to a ten minute three on three because three on three. So, so not always. Sometimes. They coach the hell out of it, and it's uh, a lot of neutral zone play and leaving the zone on their own. It's problematic to some degree, but I'd say right. that's the that's the minority of the games. I would say that well, in most cases, three on three is fantastic, and I would like to see them at least experiment with going to a ten minute overtime rather than going to a shootout. Yeah, maybe right, maybe you know. Back to the football, Stevie. One of the arguments is the reason that if you win the toss, you get possession. Uh, and if you score, the other team doesn't get a chance. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons, Steve, is because you're, you know, you're a big part of the game, you know, is defense, right? So you, if you don't hold them up on defense, well, that's your loss, and and you know, the game's over. Right. Well, based on that, Stevie, I'm going okay, okay, I agree. Well, then they, then then the other guy's got to get a chance on defense, right? Then we got to get a chance. To right. score against their defense, so it it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me all the all the reasons for that people are giving where you wouldn't you know that you want to just keep it that way. Yeah, and and keep in mind as well, 
I, I, I would submit, it's my belief anyway, that the defense is always going to be a more exhausted unit on one team than the other team's offense. In a close game, especially. If you have a blowout, maybe that's not true. But in a close game, that means both both units, all four units, the two units on each side, they've been on the field a comparable amount of time. Because we're going to overtime, the game is tied. The defense is always going to be more tired because chasing is a lot more tiring right. than attacking, in my opinion. So, so I think true. it's not, yep. it's not so fair true. from that perspective. So, Offensive um, linemen might disagree, but... I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's laying on the couch or anything. Whenever you're chasing somebody, you know, when you're a kid playing tag, um, right. it's always a little more exhausting when you're chasing than uh, than being the one that's being chased. It's Tiger Woods. Let's move on. Speculation yeah, yeah. running wild about Tiger Woods playing in the 2022 Masters. To give you a sense of how crazy it can get in the world of sports for guys with the I don't know the name of a Tiger Woods. This story seems to be based on Tiger's plane that somebody tracked it by radar that Tiger Woods plane ended up going to Augusta today, this morning on Tuesday, March the 29th. And so the speculation is why would he be going to Augusta if he's not planning to at least kick the tires on the idea of playing as a former champion? He's an automatic berth in the thing. And so the speculation is because he did go to Augusta he has landed in Augusta today that he's going to play a practice round and see if his broken leg can withstand all the walking. It's not exactly the flattest course in the world, as you know. So right. if he can maybe get through a couple of practice rounds and play okay, maybe he will tee it up a week from Thursday. Right. Yeah. Um, to me, it's not that big a story. It's not that big a story whether Tiger Woods plays in the Masters or not, and, really? and I'll tell you why because he's not a favorite. No, you know, uh, you know, if Tiger's healthy, right, and and he, he floated out there, you know, uh, in his heyday, Stevie, when he's winning everything in sight, and yet he's he's suffered a lot of injuries. You know, and if he's saying, I don't know, I got I tweaked a muscle there last week at the Dell match play, so I don't know in two weeks if I'll be able to play the match. That becomes a big story. Right, because the guy is the nuts, right? <laughs> Back yeah. in his day, um, but you know, is he, is he a front runner for this thing, healthy or not? I, I, you know, a part of me goes, well, I don't think so, and then someone says, wait a minute, Scooter, the guy won this thing in the last couple of years, twenty nineteen. Right? Hideki won it, twenty nineteen. Yeah, he's won it. So, um, if if Tiger played, uh, great. But but if if he says, okay, I can't play. It doesn't change anything for me to watch the Masters. It doesn't change. It doesn't say, okay, there's no, there's no asterisks here, Stevie, with Tiger Woods. You know, Scotty Scheffler pulls out. That's a little different. Number one in the world, you know, or John Rahm or Dustin Johnson or any of these guys. Right? I'm going. Well, that's that's a that, that has a little more impact to the rest of the field. Um, but from a so, so from a competitive standpoint, yes, I would agree with all that. Right. But in terms of the visuals of seeing Tiger Woods at Augusta as as a fan watching on TV from, you know, hundreds of miles away, thousands of miles away, I'm like, I'd like to see Tiger out there. Um, yeah. I, I, it's a great story. And if he can somehow get out there and play, even if he misses the cut, I think the the Masters is better with Tiger at it than not. Well, yeah. And, and this may go against what I just said. If you think of it this way. So on, you know, Thursday, the opening round, 
and you're going to you're going to check in on the scores. Okay, Stevie, you can't mm-hmm. watch it. You're going to go, "Okay, uh the day's done. The Thursday rounds in the books. I'm going to I'm going to go online to the Golf Channel app and I'm going to see how everyone played." Right. I got to admit, Steve, the first guy I'm going to is to see how Dagger did. <laughs> see? He's <laughs> He's the celebrity. I, 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 he, I, 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 yeah. Cause, cause I didn't think a, that all through, Stevie, that I said it wasn't a very big story. It wasn't a big, <laughs> I didn't think that one quite through. I don't know about you, but I got to admit that if he's in it, that's the first guy I'm going to. You can go to that app and select players, right? You can to, to, to get, get the guy you want right yeah. away. That's the guy I'm going to. And then Dusty. And then I'm going to Dusty because I'm his girlfriend. So Who won it in 2020. That, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's a. This is a huge story, Steve. This See? is a huge story. Told you, Tigers. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think it's a case of no matter what you're watching, it's better when there's a celebrity factor. You watch some movie that's got it's the best directed movie ever. It's a great story. It's so well acted, but you don't have a superstar actor. You, it's not as it's not as must watch. The celebrity right. factor lends itself to just about everything, and that includes the world of sports. Tiger Woods is the celebrity still, even at this late stage, right. even with his eroding body and this latest very, very bad injury situation in the car accident. It's still Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods right. is still golf's leading man. You've changed my mind. There you You've go. My mind. Good, good, good. Uh, the last thing I want to talk to are about uh, more celebrity discussion, this one in the world of Hollywood and that nonsense on Sunday night between Will Smith and Chris Rock. Um, everybody's having their statement now where we're getting everybody saying, okay, here's how it goes. And, uh, uh, here's, uh, my statement. Jada Pinkett Smith would be the one. I think that, uh, honestly, I think she's the one pulling the strings on this whole thing. Right. Uh, she, she didn't, her, her, her statement was not much of anything really. She just put on Instagram. This is a season for healing and I'm here for it. That's an eye roller as far as a statement goes, quite frankly. I'd like to hear more than that. Did you, right. in fact, instruct your husband to go up and smack Chris Rock in front of global television, the entire world watching that thing, or not? And then Chris Rock, he basically apologized, and uh, everybody apologized. Will Smith apologizing as well. This was uh, the apology to Chris Rock via Instagram. My behavior at the Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense were part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear and react i reacted emotionally i want to publicly apologize to you chris i was out of line and i was wrong i'm embarrassed my actions and uh they were not indicative of the man i want to be and so on and so on i found it interesting that after the academy awards there was um there was uh it was video that was put out online of will smith dancing up a storm with his fans Academy Award in hand, singing his song, getting jiggy with it, looking like he's having the time of his life. If there right. was, uh, if there was real true regret there and uh, disappointment in his behavior, I'm not sure that those actions line up that way. Yeah, here's the unsettling thing, Steve, or or here's what isn't unsettling for me at all. Chris Rock cracking that joke is not that doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me. Uh, this is not a fatal thing, I believe, that she has. Uh, you know, I, I didn't think it was way out of bounds. You know, S- some do, I guess, but I but I don't. I didn't, you know. 
I've watched Bill Burr. You're going to laugh your head off. And every one of those things is going to be, that's a little out of bounds. Right. But you're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. And I, I, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. And I didn't think it was that offensive. Okay. Um, you know, so. It's hair loss uns- at the end of the day. Yeah. It's hair loss at the end of the day. Right. And, you know, obviously that's me saying it's not on. It's <laughs> If anyone's going to be offended by it, Steve, it might be me, but um you're right. It's hair loss at the end of the day. What's really unsettling, Steve, what's really unsettling is uh, not even Will Smith going up there and smacking the guy in the head. That, that's, a, that's a little heavy, okay? What little. really scares me is the rage factor that happened with Will Smith after. When that guy sat down in his seat and you heard what he said at high level, high octane, screaming, shut your effing mouth, you know, and, and the and the the bulging eyes and the, you know, the freaking out that the guy did, that scares me. Yeah. That's a little unsettling going, holy cow, this guy's, this guy's got an anger management deal here. This guy's got a rage factor that I'd be nervous about. You know? Yeah. And they, that's and where they I ca- went to, you know? Yeah. And the Academy sends a terrible message by not ejecting him immediately. I mean, what other world can you do that in? You go up there and and not only assault another person on the stage, and then you go back down and then you drop F-bombs, which this just in the FCC kind of frowns on. I don't know how much that made it onto the actual live broadcast. But, I mean, across the board, the guy should have been ejected, like just immediately ushered out of the building, just as you would in a hockey game if somebody does something illegal. I don't care how big a star you are. If you if you like you know cross check a guy in the face that's five in a game you're out of here friend right and I, right. I just don't and that that's in a hockey game that's a very physical thing to start with this is people in tuxedos who are you know at what's supposed to be a dignified civilized event and you behave that way like a punk yeah. get out and, and by the well, way it's you're unprecedented. Not, we're, we're going to go ahead Steve. and give we're going to go ahead and give your academy award to the second place finisher yeah. Well, yeah, that might be, that'd be craziness, I guess, but um, it's unprecedented, first of all, right? So if you're running the Academy Awards in that telecast, right, you're going, okay, did we get all that? Okay, let's make sure we got all that. Yes, yes. Okay, because you know what I mean? It's like all press is good press here. So there's that side of you. The other one is they're, they're probably standing looking at each other going, what the freak just happened here? What yeah. do we do? And, and Chris Rock handled it fabulously. You know, the guy was cool. I would, I don't know. I, I don't know that I would have punched back, but another guy might have, you know, another guy might have. Yeah, right? a lot of people said, what if it was The Rock instead of Chris right. Rock that was doing the presenting? You know right. that Will Smith would not have gone up and done that. Yeah, uh, of course, of course, yeah. But again, for me, what I take away from that guy is, Will Smith's a little scary here. Totally. It's a little scary, the way the, the, way the guy ripped him. After, no, no, so. he's in need of all kinds of therapy, a whole team of therapists. He is a, a messed up dude. I don't think there's any question about that. So anyway, that's the uh, the PS and maybe hopefully the end of that. But yeah, I think next year, I bet you when when the smoke dies down from this thing, you'll probably see it next year's Oscars and they'll probably publicize it that, right. uh, you know, these three will be involved in the presenting somehow. And uh, Jada will probably come out in army fatigues or something like that as a gag and right. ratings will be through the roof. And so we'll see. But yeah. Plus, doesn't you know his comments was you can make fun, you know I'm I, I can be the brunt of stuff. Uh, what's really weird, right? He was laughing, and then uh, this reaction from his wife, she kind of rolled her eyes. 
uh, which is which is okay, you know. It'd be a little different if she freaking jumped up and walked out. You know, Will Will yeah. went over the top anyway. Oh, totally. We gotta go. Okay, enjoy your day, James. Uh, our website is stevewproject.com. Oh, by the way, the, the song out of the gate was The Killers and Mr. Brightside. You didn't guess it. I don't even know if you noticed it. But, uh, hey, Mr. Brightside. No, that's not no, even just close. <laughs> James, enjoy your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night, everyone. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.